Hello everyone, I hope you're having a great day, but if not, you're about to. Welcome to My Ship Story Podcast. If you've ever wondered what it was like to work on a cruise ship, well, this is what we're about. Old and new crew members telling their stories in their own words of what it was like to work on a cruise ship. So come on over to the pool bar, order up a hurricane or a rum punch, sit back, relax, because it's time for My Ship Story. Today's episode, we've got an exciting guest in the house, Johnny Lavaniegos, also known as Johnny Vegas. So he is in the house today. First, before we get started, let's check in with Brad and Eric. I can't wait for this part. This is going to be funny. <laughs> you know, we're going to start with uh, Eric first. Eric Pool, what's going on? Anything <laughs> with the pool going on? I was just waiting so you could see Brad's expression because Brad's expression is like, God <laughs> damn it, not again. No more pool conversation. <laughs> but Brad, I'm going to make you really happy. The pool is closed. Wait. No more pool conversation until May, April or May. All so right. we're, we're good. We're good. Awesome. Did you at least to get it in it? Was it clean or did no, you it was cold. It, close? it was, it was cold. No, it's been like at night it's in the forties, you know, so, or lower fifties. Oh. So no, we're not, when I'm not getting in that pool. Brad, what's going on up in Faye? Well, um, you know, not to bring us down right from the very beginning, but um, I've had a one hell of a day. It's, uh, I've just been reminded over and over how old I am. First of all, I had to go to the doctor. Is it the back uh, or the knees? or It's the, it's the pinched nerve in my neck. Uh, I finally got a doctor's appointment after, what has it been, like two months? Had to drive to Elk City. Okay, uh, for those of us who don't know where the hell Elk City is, how far <laughs> is that? <laughs> well, Elk City is be- between me and Texas, halfway between where I live and Texas. So it's way, way out west. It's about a three gritty, gritty. An gritty, hour, two hours, how far? It's about an hour and a half from where I live. It's about the same distance uh, to Oklahoma City, but I refuse to go to Oklahoma City to the doctor because I just don't want to be all around these, uh, you know, all the germs and everything. Right. But of course, I get to Elk City and I'm just in this huge waiting room with all these old people just hacking away. Did they and not so, have masks on? Uh, very, very few. No? Very few. Oh man! Oh, no. we're, we're, in a, we're in a state this here where they don't care about the mask. Right. Yeah, this but even Oklahoma. like, okay, I'm in Tennessee, but now things have gotten better. Where when I go to the grocery store now, the majority of people have masks on. You'll get a few people here and there, but the majority have it now. Whereas a, a, even like two months ago, no, I would be one of the only ones. But now it's really flipped. No, no, no. And, and then not only that is, you know, I go to the doctor and, and of course, uh, I don't actually meet with the doctor. I meet with a, a nurse. And of course, she's like, well, you're, you know, this is what happens when you get old. <laughs> and <laughs> Was she hot? She was hot. Uh, I think I, 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 I want an exam. She was my age. She's, she actually said, oh, well, we're, we're almost the same age. And I'm like, well, uh, yeah, you're holding up pretty good. <laughs> and uh unlike me <laughs> who's in constant pain all the time a- and not only that uh this last weekend i lost my implant my tooth implant this is right. this is a thing that they screw into your head and, how and did I, you lose that i managed to lose that and then huh. while i was getting my implant in several months ago i lost the crown on the other side oh jesus and they gave me a, like a temporary, like a temporary denture, like for one tooth, which I call my uh, substitute. 
<laughs> I substitute punch. <laughs> and you know, I take it out at night or whenever. And of course, I have lost it. Cannot find it. I've laid it down somewhere. I can't find it. So you need a substitute for your substitute. I need a substitute for my substitute. <laughs> I don't okay. think any of this would have happened if you wouldn't have punched the cow in the face. I I did not punch a cow in the face. The cow <laughs> attacked me. I had I did not do anything to the cow. Well, I put an ear tag in her baby, but other yeah. than that, I didn't do anything to the cow. She was oh all on gosh. her. But anyway, so I mess around, and, and this is getting way too long, but uh, get back to work, and um, we have no phones. Oh. Nobody can call us. Everybody that calls in to our number, and this, I'm a brand new agency, and everybody that calls in is getting this, um, this is not a working number, goodbye, click. Oh, and I'm like, no. fuck. <laughs> I got, I got to tell you guys real quick, um, Halloween, you see my Halloween uh, deal back there. I got all my Halloween stuff out. I'm getting ready. The TikTok thing is hilarious. Real quick on the TikTok. I go live on TikTok and I just, uh, I put like a Michael Myers mask, like right here in a chair and leave it going for like three hours just for something to do. I'm not even in the room. And then I, and uh, I come in like three hours later, like two o'clock in the morning and I, I sign off. 7,800 people were watching, uh, talking to each other, people arguing. I saw him blink. He doesn't have blink. It's a mask. Shut up, you idiot. Like, <laughs> so I was like, well, I'll do, I'll do it the next night. Uh, three nights, I had an average of four to 7,000 people watching. But today well, I'm out, uh, I'm out, uh, uh, you know, I'm gearing up for my Halloween season because that's my favorite season and I'm getting ready to decorate my yard. And I went out for a bike ride right before this and I passed by, we have, Johnny, do you guys, or, or, or anybody, do you guys have big trash in your area where like one day a month you can set out whatever you want to? Yes, that's yeah. bulk pickup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. bulk pickup, yeah. So that is actually the next two days. So there's lots of stuff for, so for Halloween people, um, it is uh, uh, it's fantastic to find a bunch of crap that you can destroy. So I found a wedding dress, full on white, Somebody threw out a beautiful wedding dress? wedding dress with a veil and everything that I can't wait to throw some blood and, and bride Frankenstein it up and stuff. So that was I would, I would anti-crab that before you put it on. Oh, I'm going to spray the crap out. Yeah. I may throw it in the walk. No. Wow. Well, I did You'd go knock on know. the door because I was interested to find out why someone threw a wedding dress that pretty in the trash. Maybe but, it didn't uh, go for, well. They weren't home Perhaps. and the house was for sale. So, so yeah, things uh, probably didn't go well there. No, oh, and that's probably gosh. a divorce situation. Yes. yes <laughs> Back yes. to Mundo. So, yeah, all right, well, hey, let's craps. jump into it. Let's bring Johnny craps. in here. I can't wait. This is going to be funny, craps. We'll have to talk about that uh, in a little while. Uh, um, but Johnny, welcome to the show. Johnny Live Villegos, man, we've known each other. Actually, all of us have known each other for years and years and years. And But we're excited to have you on. Heard you have some great ship stories that uh, that you wouldn't tell me or give me any sort of clue or anything. So uh, before we get to that, Johnny, uh, what's going on? Welcome to the show. Tell us uh, what you've been up to for 30 years. Well, um, you know, after getting off ships, um, I, I married my, uh, my ship sweetheart, um, Tracy Bird Whistle. Um, we've now been married 22 years. Uh, we wow. have two children, um, Isabella Mia, our oldest, who just turned 17, 
And then there's Gabriel Maximus, who turned 13 uh, this summer. Um, Man, beautiful that's kid, beautiful name. family. Gabriel. I was going to say, I just got to love that name. Maximus. I yeah, love that well, name. you know, I'm, awesome. a, I'm, I'm a big movie buff, so. I wanted to name yeah. I wanted to name him something different, but I got I got the door shut down on me. I was I've always been a big fan of like the classic movies, and one of my favorite all time movies is the movie Spartacus. Uh-huh. And I wanted to name him Spartacus, and Trace was like, "No fucking way, dude! That is a deal breaker right there." So um, uh, I kind of have to agree with her on that. Gladiator. Yeah. And, hey, and I always Spartacus, loved the name Maximus. So I thought if we could mix that name in there and get that kick-ass gladiator name i wanted my kid to have like a fucking ass okay so i mean which is really cool but the name spartacus in my head every time i think about it i think of the birdcage um wasn't the the, of course yeah was it was it amador (laughs) yeah yeah amador spartacus oh my god he was the best character he was the best character especially in the movie the my movie shoes. was the best. My shoes. Was that? His shoes. He couldn't wear shoes. shoes. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> was it? It was Hank Azaria. Yeah. Hank Azaria. Afraid of my Guatemalanes? That guy. Yeah. Remember? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> well, well so, Gabriel uh, Maxim, Max, uh, what's it? Gabriel Maxim. Gabriel Maximus. He, that, yeah. just that name has so many. He could benefit from any of it. Gabe, Max, Everything. Maximus. G-Max. My sister tagged him G Max, which is a very cool name. Yeah, yeah. So, um, he's got to be know, a movie star, G Max. Well, you know, he did a little bit of modeling early on and stuff like that. And he actually was in a movie. Um, I don't know if you guys ever heard of Billy Corbin. He, um, yeah. he, he directed, he, he did the pumpkins? documentary uh, Cocaine Cowboys, hmm. the original one. And then he did this movie called, um, another documentary called, um, and it was about the uh, big steroid um, age of Major League Baseball uh-huh. and how it exploded onto, like, the, the, the you know, the, the news and how um, they, they, they busted up a major illegal steroid ring in, in Florida. Well, hey, Johnny, before, right before we jump into that, I got to find out because I don't know you before the cruise ship. So what did you do before cruise ships? Well, um, I'm originally from, from South Florida. I grew up in Miami, um, went to high school there. And Eric, aren't you originally from, yeah. from Miami? Yeah, yeah. And what, what high school did you go to? I went to Southwest High. Did, didn't you go? Oh. Was it to, where did you go? Um, yeah. So I went to Belen, Belen Jesuit. Of course. Of course. Yeah. That's right. I remember that. We talked. Because um, when, we used, when you and I hung out, I think it was on the Sovereign. And, and I think you were buddies, um, another awesome guy, Purser, uh, John Murphy. Yeah. He I know to... John Murphy. I don't know him that well, but I worked okay. with him for a little bit. Yeah, but uh, I think we were we partied one night watching the FSU um, national oh, yeah. championship game. So yeah, I mean, I'm a typical Miami Miami kid getting into <laughs> trouble. You know, I still love South Florida. I love the beaches. Yeah, that's the one thing that'll always draw me here. Tracy and I have talked about if we ever, you know, when when we get to that time where we retire and the kids are are you know married and you know we're responsible for them financially anymore um then <laughs> yeah. um we're we're thinking about uh, retiring like in the jensen beach area all right well hey anyway. let's uh, let's switch gears here and let's get into some ship stories i've been i've been excited to hear johnny's ship stories he's got a couple of doozies he wouldn't even tell me about or give me a hint so uh what? johnny it's uh, up to you Okay, my name is Johnny Lavaniegos, um, known to some as Johnny Vegas, a nickname that was given to me many, many years ago. Um, kind of going back to what we were talking about, being where I'm from is very pertinent to the first story, which is a little bit, it's a little bit tame, but it's actually still a very good story. Um, I grew up in Miami, 
Um, I, I went to school at Florida State, graduated in uh, late 91, and um, I had a corporate gig um, for a little while. Um, didn't dig it. Um, it wasn't really for me. And I was a little bit of a lost soul. So um, I left that gig, you know, well before having a job, kind of stupidly. And um, was kind of like nomadic, wasn't sure what I wanted to do in life. Um, I was doing whatever, you know, just to kind of fill time. I was smart. I, I saved some money, so I was able to do that. But I was, you know, doing silly stuff. You know, I was bartending at the time just to kind of survive. Um, but I, I have a little bit of a, of a theater background. And a friend of mine at the time was um, the manager of um, human resources at Royal Caribbean. Her name was Gina Bean, who um, later married, and her name is uh, Gina Bean Diaz now. And um, she, um, she was a very close friend of mine from high school, and she worked for Royal Caribbean. And her and her um, boyfriend, Rob, her husband, Rob, um, got married, and um, they had asked me if I would sing at their wedding. I, I used to sing a little bit when I was in, in high school. Um, so um, I did, um, and it was in front of a lot of people, some people that she worked with at Royal Caribbean. Um, had a few drinks, got on the microphone, and I was, you know, just very comfortable, you know. I sang, I was funny, I, you know, it just, it, it was one of those weird things. I wasn't planning on it, wasn't, you know, expecting it, and I killed it in front of a lot of people, and um, some people were like saying, God, you know, us being in this business, you should really try, you know, getting on ships, and I was thinking to myself, you know, I don't know what the hell's going on in my life. That, that might not be a bad idea, so, and Gina was always on top of me telling me, if you don't know what to do, this is a perfect thing to do. Get on chips, go out, see what's going on, save some money, come back. Maybe you might change, you know, how you how you see things, you know. So, you know, it took forever and a day for, for me to, to get a um, an interview because, to be quite honest with you, I didn't have the background. I had a you know, degree in, 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 you know, in marketing, but that doesn't do anything for you in the cruise and entertainment department. Yeah. Um, I wasn't a classically trained singer or dancer, um, so I didn't have that on my resume either. The only thing of, of, of interest for them at the time was the fact that I spoke Spanish. Um, and I wasn't a bad looking guy yeah. back in the day. You know, I, don't, I know I don't look as much now, but back in the day, you know, I wasn't too bad to look at. So that didn't, that didn't hurt either. So he finally, was a, Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. So I, I can like, remember back then you were like a Greek god or like a... Like a I was going to say, I thought you were very cute. Thank you, sir. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Well, listen, I trust me. I'm going to go to sleep. I'm going to be fucking doing the macho man. He was was a competitor. (laughs) Like, we were like, you'd move on a girl, and if Johnny would walk by, that was like, you know, we're like, fuck. (laughs) (laughs) So thank you very much. You guys are way too kind. So so at any rate, my my friend Gina finally got me an interview with a guy who ran cruise programs. He was a manager of cruise program, a guy named... Dave Vanderpass, who uh, ex cruise oh, yeah. director, yeah, really cool guy, ex cruise director. Was he a um, cruise director? I believe he was an ex cruise director with NCL. Oh. Um, I believe him and Peter Compton were okay. ex cruise directors from NCL. Um, I got to know their family very well um, through. I don't know if you know Bull um, Bard Lervik. Yeah. Yeah, Bull. Uh, that's um, Peter Compton's nephew. So Get out um, of here, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very cool. Very good people. Very, very nice people. So I got to know a little bit of their story afterward. But um, Dave Vandepass was the guy, and um, so I finally got an interview with him. What's interesting about this was the date. I'll never forget it. It was December eleventh, nineteen ninety-two, and the day I know, and I'll, I'll tell you a little bit afterward. So I go in for this interview, and it was the um, it was an afternoon interview. And in Miami, Derek, you're going to know this as well. The interview was set for like four o'clock in the oh, afternoon. No. So to go all the way, you know what I'm talking. About. I live <laughs> yes. in Kendall. So to oh, go down, no. I'm, you know what I'm talking about. So I'm like, yeah. holy Christ, I got to go through all that. 
whole nine yards, not, you know, dressed up to the nines with the suit, the whole nine yards, had a great CV. You know, I thought I presented myself well. Um, the, the interview actually lasted from like four o'clock to almost six. Um, we closed down the place. A lot of people had left, you know, and during one point in time, he'd taken off to go get some coffee. And the dude had a stack of CVs of, you know, resumes with pictures. I mean, like, you know, yeah. eight, ten inches tall. Full well, this, of, like, and I looked through some, oh, my God, I looked through some of them. You know, and I think some of the people ended up coming on ships later on that were just, you know, beautiful singers and dancers. And I'm looking at them going, there's no freaking fracking way I'm going to be able to compete with this. <laughs> I don't have anything what these people have. Okay? I mean, you thought I was a great guy. You should have seen what these people on the CV look like. It was, you remember, I mean, these are people that ended up being yeah. cruised up. That, that, that night, I was getting together with my buddies because the next day was my birthday, December the 12th. So I went out that night, and fellas, let me tell you, it was um, I was going to turn 25. Me and my boys went out, and we got epic. So I wake up the next morning. It was roughly about almost 8 o'clock, about 8.55, and the phone rang in my house. I picked up the phone, and I'm like, groggy, and I go, hello. The person on the other phone, on the other side says, hey, Johnny, this is Dave Anapas from Royal Caribbean. <laughs> I was wondering, when you said that you're available at any time, did you really mean that? And I looked at the phone, and I stopped to myself. I said, Duva is a fucking asshole for doing that to me, <laughs> knowing full well that I'm going to be, like, all juice, and I am like, Duva, you fucking asshole. Don't ever call me this early in the morning ever again. Oh, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> Two, three, four, five, six, seven seconds later, the phone rings again. Uh, and I'm like, dude, is my friend brain dead? But then the cold feeling came on me because this was like in the beginnings of, um, of the caller ID. So I looked at the phone at the caller ID and I didn't recognize them. It wasn't Lou's. It was at 305539. Remember those days? The 53939 yeah, 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 yeah. number yeah. from Royal Caribbean? And I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> I pick up the phone and just the nicest guy in the whole world. He was like, gave me a little chuckle, said, Johnny, do me a favor. Hang up the phone, get yourself a cup of coffee, and call me right back. It's very, very important. I need you to call me within the next 10, 15 minutes. So I did. I got up. I made myself a little cafecito, dude, as you know, mm -hmm. and, you know. Yeah. In, uh, I'm, I got cafecito. my background. Yeah, cafecito, for those that don't know, is a really little shot, like an espresso, but like a little shot. And it is the strongest thing that you mm -hmm. can find out there drink-wise. So um, <laughs> I had my coffee. I called him back, and he just laid it out to me. And he says, so listen, I got a problem here. And I was wondering if you were really serious. You know, are you ready to go at any time? And I said, you bet. I'm ready to go right now if you need to go. Good. Because this is what I need you to do. Get a pencil and a paper and write this down. I need you to get a pair of white shoes, a pair of white slacks, some <laughs> white shorts, some socks. Blah, blah, blah. He went through the whole nine yards. He goes, I want you to go to this place over here with his uniform ideas or whatever the hell that place was on Northwest yeah. 36 by the airport. Yeah, the one that we went to, I went to, was in downtown and like shady, like Biscayne Boulevard. Well, maybe Black it was market flag. You know, yeah, it was shady. Right. It was yeah, like because it was it was yeah. shady. I was yeah. very fortunate. I had a friend of mine, um, actually, uh, the, uh, like a girlfriend of mine, who actually I called her up and I said, "Listen, I need to get this, 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 and this, but I can't drive. I need you to, you know, to help me out." But before we get to that, after, he gives me the whole list and he goes, "Once you've done that and gotten this, okay, they'll give you everything that you need to have. And they'll get it ready for you in time. You just need to be and um, at the Sunshine Medical Center." by four o'clock at the latest so they can do a quick mm -hmm. physical for you and <laughs> in that pulse. physical 
and at the physical, you're going to take a drug test. And I said, oh, and no. I said, okay. I said, no problem. I said, okay, do, do great. I have to and I start it? to go. So I stop. I've written all my, <laughs> everything down. I've written everything down perfectly, and I'm going through everything. And then I get to the last part, and it says, you got to take a fucking drug test. And I'm like, oh, I was not expecting that phone call that early. Yeah. So I got everything I needed to get real quick. But the first thing I did, we stopped at a place called, uh, what was it? Um, What's that place that does uh, the GNC? I went to GNC. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Way back then, they didn't have all the crazy stuff that they have now. They had this awful tea that came from, I don't know where in the Orient, but somewhere. And you're supposed to drink, you brew this tea and you drink a gallon of this stuff. And you supposedly (laughs) pee out everything, including all your gallbladder gets peed out. Everything goes, you know, and you supposedly will pass the test got on board and the first person that I met on the gangway was the crew purser and that crew purser was Gary Davies. Gary oh, yeah. Davies was uh, the first person I met and he was fantastic young you know you know he's a smart ass so he yeah, was even yeah. more of a smart ass because he was young and cocky you know so but <laughs> yeah. great 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 guy and um, that's how I started my first day on ships oh, was the day before my 20 oh no it was my 25th birthday I, uh, I signed on December 12th, 1992, on my 25th birthday. So I'll never forget that day getting on ships. That, that Wait, was actually pretty funny. Wait, so you did this in one day? Yes, in one day. That's that one of the things that, that helped me actually for later because he was like, you know, he didn't think I was going to be able to make it. And I told him, yes, I'll do it. And I did it. I got there and I made it, you know. <laughs> that That's, that's wow. one I of mean, the best. We, did, I did a week in ever. Like, and that was like crazy tight for me, but I can't even imagine a day. That's yeah, the, insane. The only thing that was was um, was a little bit rough. Um, I was able to fit into the blue jacket. You remember the blue, like the double-breasted <laughs> yeah. blazer yeah. that we had with the crown and anchor. That was not a problem because everything relatively fit, like to to size. Um, but the like the pants and stuff that they gave, you know, they had your waist size and stuff, but the lengths were off. Right. So and they told me like, hey, you'll have a you'll have a guy, you know, there at the what do you call it the um, uh, at the the dry at the what do you call it the laundryman thing the, they yeah, have the, the laundryman they the, have Chinese, the Chinese laundry the Chinese but, yeah, laundry, some, yeah. but he was a very 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 good guy and, and I really appreciate like he always kept his word but I think you know doing that and being able to because I you know I bailed him out you know they had somebody who was supposed to go on the sovereign and I don't know what happened. I, he must have crashed and burned. Like they put him on. Cause usually they'll give you a chance. He probably, they, uh, probably yeah, but drank I, the wrong he, tea. When Johnny, uh, when I met you, I think I, I can't, I don't think it was a majesty. I think we, we met on the Monarch and one of the, one of the main things that I remember on the Monarch uh, was when they had sumo wrestling uh, came on. And, oh, I remember that. Uh, and they, you know, we, we set them up, opened the boxes and stuff. And, and I can't remember who all was there, but there was half, whoever was around from the crew staff and a couple of us, I, I got in at one and we, we had to try them out and we were just beating the shit out of each other in these big sumo head button each other just to see, you know, how much you could feel in it and stuff. I remember they; those were problematic. Somebody broke a leg in in one of those. I don't I remember if it was a guest or if it was a crew member trying it out. You know, some of the staff, but somebody ended up breaking a leg in one of those the the fat sumo suits. So, Johnny, I think you have another story for us, don't you? Well, I've got. I mean, I've got. I've I've got a. Really I mean, that was a great story joining the ships, but now well, you're I, on ships. So, what happened? Okay, so I once I you got, got on. Great- ship story um and a lot of it has to do with um you know one of the reasons why i wanted to get on ships 
was to, yes, to get away, kind of find myself. But I wanted to chase skirts. I wanted to see the world. I wanted to <laughs> taste life, you know. So, you know, I was a little bit of a madman with the, with the craziness on ships. I met the, the, the woman of my dreams uh, on ships. You know, she was my best friend of all time. She's just an awesome person. If you, you know, a lot of people know her, Tracy Bird, West of the She is just an awesome human being. But we were young and crazy, and um, we ended up working together on, um, on the Nordic Empress. We worked for one of the great all-time um, cruise directors, two, two great, in my opinion, two great cruise directors, Kirk Detweiler, and then, of course, the great Ken Rush. Um, you guys you guys know Ken? King yeah. Ken, yeah. yeah. Ken. I mean, Ken is, you know, larger than life, and he was a wild man. He was crazy. You know, he was like, hey, just do your job. You know, I don't care what you guys do. I don't care how crazy you get. Just do your fucking job. Don't get me in trouble. You know, don't make the cruise director staff look bad. My, my wife and I were... Um, we were, as, as usual, we were all partying with everybody and, you know, doing whatever it is that we do on a formal night, what have you. And I think we ended up doing some type of activity where her and I closed the night. You know, we had a, to, to wrap up. I was the ACD at the time and I had to do my, my final report and she came in with me and we were, you know, we were a little tipsy from the, you know, um, from the disco. If you know the Nordic Empress, our, our office was right next to the hotel director's office, which was Al Martin at the time. The only problem is that Ken's usually not. Just so happens this is one night that Ken was like, I'm going to bed a little bit early tonight, you know, Johnny, close up everything for me, blah, blah, blah. So, so we're, we're closing up and, you know, Tracy and I were a little bit tipsy. Tracy specifically was, was, was I'm going to put this all on Tracy. So I'm doing my report and Tracy starts getting in my ear, you know, nibbling and stuff, you know, starts playing around. I'm like, come on. <laughs> so, you know, I said, come on, let's not get crazy. Let's let's go back. Well, just give me 10 more minutes and we'll be done. We'll be finished. I'll, I'll be finished with this report. And we'll go to she's she's playing. She's like, these are out. It'll be fine. Don't worry. Come on. <laughs> so I'm like, there's no way we're going to do anything crazy. Not, not in the office right over here. We're right next to <laughs> Al Martin's office. There's no way. Just even just in case. God forbid there was an emergency. Had to come. No, no. Cruise director's office. <laughs> <laughs> Tracy and I busted into Ken Rush's office and we just had one of the absolute great, great lovemaking sessions right on the cruise director's desk, <laughs> looking at that screen, that crown and anchor blue screen on ProWrite. It was crazy. We had, it was funny. We laughed. We got out of there. Of course, we cleaned up. We cleaned up. We did everything right. We made sure everything was fine. We didn't want to like completely disrespect. The next night we had... Um, we had an activity was the, the newlywed game. Uh-huh. Both Tracy and I were working. We were in close proximity on stage with Ken doing what we do. And Ken asked the proverbial question, where's the craziest place you and your husband have ever made whoopee? And the first people that started laughing before anybody else was me and Tracy. Yeah. And we made everybody else start laughing. They're like, what the hell do you guys know? Everybody started laughing. Ken was like, what do you guys know? And I'm like, dude, you do not want to know. So, Ken Rush, <laughs> 30 years later, now you now know why knows. Tracy and yeah. I laughed the way we did. <laughs> now the secret is out. Empress, the so. secret is out. He'll, he, everyone will oh, know, the world will know in a couple of weeks. <laughs> yeah, well, I hope. Oh, I hope my it's God, that's too, too funny. I love my wife, by the way. I said, listen, I asked permission. Can I say, can I tell that story? It's a great story. And she goes, okay, but don't tell him anywhere else, okay? Anything crazy like that. <laughs> so let's talk about some of the other crazy places. Now, is that a question you guys ask? No, Where's but... the craziest place that you guys 
I've had sex on board a cruise ship because let's face it, for me, when I went on ships, I wanted to have fun. I wanted to taste all the fruits of life. Come, <laughs> right? Come on, fellas. You know, you want to, you want to, yeah, you want to yeah, bite yeah. right in the apple of life and just go, fuck yeah, you know? So, so it's funny because once as soon as, as soon as you started telling the story, I started thinking to myself, you know, we need to start asking all our all our guests where is the craziest place, you know, and if they'll answer the answer, if they don't, we'll cut it. But exactly, yeah. Well, so exactly. far, I think uh, that's a very... uh, Stevie, Stevie B, and Eric had uh, uh, at different times the uh, the same deck tin secret balcony. I know that balcony. Yeah. <laughs> I know that Stevie... balcony. Stevie B, the good thing that you could tell that story because they've already, you know, God, I, I can't believe they scrapped the sovereign and the uh, the monarch. Yeah, I'm like yeah. completely heartbroken that it'll kill me when they do the majesty, but it's going to happen eventually. Yeah. But that was a great place. That was one of those really hidden places. And luckily, you know, I, when I was on when I was on with Stevie B, I was already, you know, pretty laid back. I was already with Tracy, so I was I was pretty solid but he told me about that place and i was like that's good to know you know just in case i have to say <laughs> that on the majesty i must have christened it because it was we it was before the inaugural cruise that i had sex on uh in on that balcony so how did you find out about that deck that balcony i don't know i don't remember i i don't remember how i we just like where does this door go i was with you know, again, this girl, I was like, where, where does this door go? We opened it. We're like, what the hell? There's this like miracle balcony here in the middle of nowhere that nobody <laughs> knew. So we just like, okay, well, this is as good as anything. I had a roommate at the time, so I didn't have my own cabin and she had a roommate. So, you know, it just, we just were walking around the ship and found a place and there you go. That was it. Hey everyone, it's all the time that we have for today for part one of Johnny's story. You're going to need to come back Thursday for part two because it just gets better. The My Ship Story Gang sincerely wishes you and your families a happy Thanksgiving.